Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupp. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin a new broadcast week, a snowy broadcast week. Yeah, we're supposed to have a little snow tomorrow. Great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air, because it's going to get cold again for several nights. And nobody better, and I do mean nobody better, for you to contact, if you're anywhere in the Mid-Valley area, than Freedom Heating and Air to fix your system that may not be working right. And it doesn't matter, by the way, whether it's at home or your business or in an apartment. Give Freedom Heating and Air a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair, all one word, .net. Now, why would I do that at the beginning of the show? Well, because you need to be warm, folks. Now, tonight is political coffee clatch night at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. They're on McGill Crest next to the Salem Airport. Tonight we begin a series of meetings again uh, that will sort of expand what we're trying to do, I think, in the Political Coffee Clatch. We do have a Telegram page, by the way. It is Political Coffee Clatch, C-L-A-T-C-H. Tonight we meet at 6 o'clock. We meet every other week on Monday nights. We'll get an update from Oregon People's Vote on what they're doing on election integrity. We'll talk about that. But we also have some other things to talk about, including one that I think is extremely important. And that is this emerging scandal of the OLCC diverting bottles of liquor, an extremely rare bottle of liquor that uh, makes it almost impossible to find. The stuff is called Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve, 23-year-old bourbon. That's, that's a very rare thing. We're going to get in and talk about that. They have a chance to purchase drawing system. The OLCC does. There are a few hundred bottles of this very rare liquor. There was one recent, this story, um, I think this is the, I don't know if this is, no, this is actually the editorial. There's two stories here over the weekend about this. Uh, and we really didn't dive into it a lot last week, but it, it's important to the future, and I'll share with you a lot of things why. But one of these bottles recently sold um, at a recent auction, 
on the resale market for $52,000 for one bottle. Now, I've been to Kentucky where a lot of bourbon is made and I've been into one of these, I've been to a couple of bourbon um, distilleries where they age this stuff for years and years and years. Not all of it's aged for years, but a lot of it is. I don't drink bourbon. I don't drink at all anymore. And, but I've had a little bit here and there. Well, $52,000 for one bottle. The News 10 story about this is kind of interesting. Because you see, this chance to purchase drawing system by OLCC last year in 2022 there were 20,748 people or entries to per purchase this particular 23 year old reserve Pappy Van Winkle family reserve Only five bottles were available for the public to purchase. The odds of getting to buy a bottle being one in 4,150. Now, here's the thing. This story says, with 20,000 entries to get submitted for a few hundred bottles of this rare liquor. Folks, only five bottles, according to this story, were available for the public to purchase. Yet, the paragraph before says a few hundred bottles. So that means that the diversion, as we've found based on Ellen Rosenblum's letter saying that, well, the warehouse manager was instructed to set aside bottles and that some legislators had the opportunity to purchase. And there now is a criminal investigation and then there'll be a civil investigation. Corruption, folks. And the only reason we know about this is because a state employee decided to step up and make it known. The only reason we know, as Lars points out in his piece over the weekend about this, it's called Democrat government drunk on power and stolen booze. Talks about John Kitzhaber, forced to resign, as Lars put it, when we learned he let his girlfriend run a business out of the governor's office and take pay for play. The central character in not that scandal, but this scandal is tied to John Kitzhaber, a guy I've known for a long time, Steve Marks. Went to a Blazers game with him once. When I came into the legislature in the House of Representatives in 1999, Steve's Marks was John Kitzhaber's chief of staff. 
And we, you know, Marx was just a guy from Southern Oregon who was, when John Kitzhaber was a senator and then Senate president, he just worked for Kitzhaber. Well, he got the job running the liquor, the OLCC, for years, long time. 200 grand a year, 224,000, I think it is. Folks, this is corruption. The only reason we knew about John Kitzhaber's scandal that forced him to resign is because A, state employee decided to step up knowing that even though he leaked all of these emails which this person listens to this radio show I've met this person had conversations with him and probably will have further conversations with him at some point the only reason we know it is because he stepped up this person got fired because they stepped up. Now, Oregon has whistleblower laws, has two statutes, two laws that protect state workers who are whistleblowers. And it doesn't matter if you're in management or if you're in the union or whatever. This is critically important to the future of Oregon. As this OLCC thing plays out, what we're going to find is my guess that the legislators involved in doing this over time, probably some of them are still serving. We'll, we'll probably find that some of them uh, are have retired, gone, or whatever. This is probably highly illegal, number one, for... A, it probably in terms of the legislature it is certainly a government ethics violation because it is a conflict of interest which is in the house rules it's in the statute of Oregon and if legislators are getting special deals on this kind of extremely rare bourbon what are they doing with it are they reselling it? That's one of the questions that was asked in this, one of these articles here. Are they reselling it and getting thousands of dollars per bottle? You see, the legislature makes decisions about the OLCC. Now, the timing of this couldn't be better for the grocery stores that want to stop a state monopoly on hard liquor in Oregon. You can only buy it, right? From an OLCC store. Couldn't be more perfect timing. Because the legislature's in session. Now, legislators sometimes are corrupt, both parties in many different ways. This particular corruption and the one about John Kitzhaber and frankly some others are only brought to us because state employees step up. 
sometimes at great cost. Now, the, the person who revealed the emails about John Kitzhaber got fired, sued the state. The state settled because they had to because they were wrong. They fired this person because they, the state, violated the law, Oregon law, because this state employee did the right thing. Now, let me tie all of this up for you together. And we will get into uh, objects being shot down all over the United States and Canada. What are they? Well, there is... uh, an Epoch Times story about that. They're not all apparently Chinese balloons. There may be other things. And I'm going to posit to you a theory about what they are and how politics plays into all of this. It's not hard to figure it out. We'll also maybe talk a little bit about the boring, incredibly boring Super Bowl halftime show. About the game, what you guys thought about it. But let me just say this. Tonight at the Political Coffee Clatch, 6 o'clock, at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill, we're going to talk about the corruption issue. And I'm going to challenge some of you that work for the state of Oregon or maybe other government agencies to think seriously about joining us tonight. Anonymously, you don't have to tell us who you are. But I want to know from you what you know about corruption. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you back with us listening to Political Coffee, the show where we try to give you, well, a different way of thinking and talking about political issues. All with the idea that that you can use what maybe you learn here and use it to have persuasive conversations with persuadable people in your world. We're not talking about arguing. talking about persuasive conversations. That's how we change Oregon, friends. One person at a time. It's a target-rich environment, to be sure. This business of corruption is paramount to that. A couple of things first. Um, There was a NorthwestObserver.com story about Will Lathrop. He's a former assistant DA in Yamhill and Marion Counties. He is considering running for the Oregon Attorney General's office in 2024. He's a sixth-generation Oregonian. Now, we're going to have him on the show, and we will have him join us at some point at the Political Coffee Clatch. 
We also intend to have other conservatives who are involved in the legislature to join us, especially Kevin Mannix, who is really kind of taken the lead, I think, in trying to shepherd through the legislature, you know, legislation that restores what the Democrats have done to our election system. Now, it's a little bit of a tall order. Kevin will be joining us at the Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room this Thursday at about 9.15 in the morning. He's going to walk over from the Capitol. I had a conversation with him last week. Kevin and I served together in my first session in the uh, Oregon House of Representatives in 1999. And so we've remained friends ever since. Absolutely supported him and his campaign to run for uh, the House of Representatives. And I'm glad he's there. As he was with me, because he had served in the legislature a long time. He'd been in the Senate for a while and then back in the House. When I first came in, he was a wealth of knowledge and advice for new legislators. And he's doing the same thing again. And I think that's outstanding. And I'm glad that he's there. Anyway, he's going to be joining us Thursday uh, in the Bay Room at the Ike Box. Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room where we train average citizens just how to go to the legislature and positively engage in the legislative process. How do you talk to a legislator effectively? How do you effectively communicate in testimony, whether it's written or in person? We hope to get Will to join us at one of our political coffee clutches because one of the things we're going to do is also have candidates come in. You know, obviously, this show, we have candidates on the air. We also want them to come and have an extended conversation and meet you at the political coffee clutch. So just stay tuned for all of that. Anyway, Will Lathrop uh, is a very high quality individual. We will have him on the show maybe sometime this week. Uh, I'm intending to host him at a series of other meetings uh, also. I want to thank, by the way, Rebecca Donaldson for being one of the sponsors of this, not only a radio station, but this show. And we thank you, Rebecca, for that. She really is a top real estate agent. And that's good for you if you're thinking about buying or selling home for many reasons, primarily because she's on top of her game with you know, this literally minute by minute changing world of real estate. The reason she won Best of the Willamette Valley is because she is at the top of her game. So he, her and her team can really benefit you. So check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. That's all one word, rebeccasgothouses.com. Or just give her a call, 503-269-0747, 269-0747. We do have some other interesting interviews coming up, uh, including having to do with The Shot, but tonight, at the political coffee clutch, I'm going to sit down and talk with you all. We will get an update from Oregon People's Vote and what they're doing in election things. We will continue to talk about that. This is critically important. If you want legislators representing you who aren't corrupt, if you want people getting elected 
like say a Will Lathrop running against the Attorney General. By the way, the Attorney General's office is the only constitutional office in Oregon that is not term limited. All the others are. This one ought to be, in my opinion. So, if you want people of high quality being elected to represent you, whether it's statewide or it's in a particular office or in the legislature, elections matter. That's why we're going to talk about it. But tonight we're going to talk about what you want political coffee clutch to be. Now, I sort of, you know, Fred's the guy who got all of this started and Fred Finster and you can, he's put up the Telegram page. It's Political Coffee Clatch. You go to Telegram, you can find it. But I really want to make it something of value. I, I, I don't want to waste your time. I just don't want it to be a get together or we get together. You know, last meeting we had Mark Thielman there updating us on his lawsuits. So tonight, I want you to consider joining us, 6 o'clock, the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We're going to talk about what you want out of it. And then I'm going to challenge some of you who are government workers. If you have knowledge of corruption or you think there's something that ought to be looked into, come and join us tonight. You don't have to tell us who you are. You have a conversation with me. Start looking into things. We'll keep your identity secret Back in a moment at 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. If you're just joining us, this is Political Coffee. And we're talking about the OLCC scandal and the importance of state workers or other government workers who are involved or aware of scandals where actual law is being broken, whether it's ethics laws or it's actual Oregon laws that have put some people in jail. The only reason we knew about Kitzhaber's corruption and that of his girlfriend is because of a state worker Blew the whistle. There are laws that protect state workers or other. Called, we have two separate whistleblower statutes. You can be protected. We're going to talk about that tonight a little bit at the political coffee clatch. Yes, we have our meeting tonight. It'll be at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill at 6 o'clock. Come early, have dinner. We meet inside now. And we will continue to bring you people who are in the news, but who are making an absolute difference or trying to make a difference in our world politically. And that's the whole purpose of this show, as you guys know that. 
And that is to just talk about political issues in a way that's maybe a little bit different, but in a way that gives you thoughts and ideas, phrases you can use, or questions you can ask in political conversations with people who are persuadable. You do not want to try to take what you hear here and on this radio show and use it to go get into an argument with somebody that's completely counterproductive. Don't do it. It's a waste of your time and your energy, which needs to be focused on people who you can change over time or just lead the horse to water and let the horse figure out when it's got to drink. Right? It's the old saying. Because you want the light bulb to go on people's heads. And believe me, a lot of light bulbs have gone on heads in the last few years with this COVID insanity, with critical race theory teaching our school boards. Who knows who's going to show up tonight? But I'm going to challenge again and show up tonight, I mean, at the political coffee clutch, six o'clock at the honky tonk bar and grill. But I'm going to ask... One of the things that I have done through my political career, once I got into the legislature anyway, is to look for corruption, look for waste. It doesn't have to be corruption, but it can just be absolute waste. And I was known for that in the legislature and oftentimes got anonymous tips about waste going on in state government. Now, you could work for Marion County, you could work for a federal government agency, whatever, it doesn't matter. We are, we need your help to expose this stuff, whether it's waste or it's outright corruption. One of the ways you can do that is just come join us tonight at the Political Coffee Clatch. I'm going to challenge some of you. You don't even have to tell us what your real name is. And I mean that sincerely. But I want you to have the confidence, as I have always done in my time when I was in the legislature, the eight years I've served in the House of Representatives and afterwards as a radio talk host and still a guy very much involved in politics, and I am. I've always kept whistleblowers' identity secret. I'm very careful how, in fact, some stuff I've gotten, I don't even talk about on the air. Seriously. Because it's so sensitive, there's no way that I can talk about it on the air anyway and not reveal who's responsible for letting it loose. Because sometimes, and some of you know this, there are small groups of you that are charged with doing certain things. And if it gets out, you know, they're going to come scrutinizing you. And I want to make sure that you're not putting your career in jeopardy. But that's why we have laws that protect you if, in fact, it is. I mean, the, the person who leaked to the Kitzhaber emails, they figured it out and they eventually fired that person. That person sued under the whistleblower statutes. And they received a settlement 
as they should. Linda writes an email about this, says the, the liquor commissioner, the salary of this commissioner is what I find scandalous. How many more like this exist in the state of Oregon? We need more whistleblowers in Oregon government. Yes, we do. You're absolutely right. We do. Corruption that is not exposed like this. And, th- and this is pure corruption, folks. I mean, I, I don't know how else you, you can get around it. And it is criminal. It's also unethical on the part of legislators to get deals like this. And again, we need to find out who those legislators are. And they need to be held accountable. We need to find out if they got these bottles of very rare bourbon. Again, the state gets hundreds and only five got sold to the public through this process. Where did the other hundreds go? Did they go to legislatures? And did those legislators turn around and resell it? That ought to be part of the criminal investigation, don't you think? I do. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. We will get to um, what we know about all of these objects that are all of a sudden being shot down over Canada and America. I'm going to tell you, it's all political, folks. And I'm going to tell you what I think some of these objects are. They're deep state American objects, surveillance objects. I'll get to more of that as we go along here. But I got to get to Art and then to Rebecca. Art, good morning. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Boy, I'm I'm very interested in this thing with the liquor commission. As a matter of fact, my son uh, collects, you know, rare bourbons and stuff like that. And oh, has, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, he, well, he does. I mean, you know, not only for his own personal use, but also as an investment. Uh, you know, just like people collect wines for investment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for I haven't got to talk to him about it yet because uh, of course you know it just come out sure, but sure. he's gotten up early in the morning going down to the liquor store stood in line because he knew these bottles were supposedly coming in and, and to now find out you know that these bottles have been confiscated by state employees and legislators, and the general public uh, has not had equal opportunity. Uh, really, really pisses me off. So I'm going to be anxious to hear how he reacts to it because uh, there is corruption, corruption, corruption. You and I both know it, Jeff. Uh, it happens all the time. In fact. I'm going to be going down to a hearing on Thursday at 8 o'clock in the morning to expose some things, you know, that the Oregon Commission for the Blind is doing, like confiscating money for vending facilities that should be going to provide remunerative employment for blind people. 
keeping all that money to themselves and not allowing uh, blind managers in my program to operate these facilities to become gainfully employed, which is just totally disgusting. And, you know, I can wow. tell you throughout the years, there have been audits of the Oregon Commission for the Blind for doing things, spending money in ways that they shouldn't be spending money. Um, and you probably remember some of those investigations, Jeff, but it's very, very important. And, you know, it's, it's running rampant everywhere. Uh, and the more we expose it and uh, criminally prosecute, now it's very, very important that we push that these people are criminally prosecuted. There are yes. Uh, there are Our, laws, unfortunately, uh, we're at the end the of books. time. Art, good for you, and and thanks for sharing that. By the way, I know it's how you and I first met when you were lobbying as a blind guy for the Commission for the Blind, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you're still engaged, and you don't let this kind of thing. Oh, it's, God it's bless wrong, Jeff. and I'm glad you're doing it. Come and join us, by the way, at the War Room, if you could. Back in a moment, folks, 648. Kathy and Rebecca, you guys hang on. I'll get to you on the other side. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. In a moment, we'll get to Rebecca and Kathy. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the very creative one I got from Michael. It's entitled Whiskey in the News. To Jeff, I just knew you would come around to political whiskey in the political coffee. So the more I think about it, the more I want to burn Salem down for their saving stuff for just themselves. Or did they did it with whiskey, then they, them, those, and the others are doing it with other things. Yeah, common sense, Michael. You know, there's an old saying, right? Well, there's smoke, there's fire. That's right. There's a lot of smoke here, folks. If the legislature's involved, and apparently they are, according to this warehouse manager, there's something really wrong. We need to expose those people. They need to be publicly shamed. And frankly, if they engage in this kind of activity, it's a violation of law because it's a clear conflict of interest. It's a clear violation of the House rules because they probably did not stand up on the floor of the House of Representatives like I had to when I had a co potential conflict or an actual conflict. Stand up and say you have a potential conflict because that's a violation of Oregon ethics laws. And for that, we'll see if Republicans and Democrats have the courage to kick a few people out of the legislature. We'll see. And in a moment, I'm going to get into why, what are all these things we're shooting down now all of a sudden? 
get to that in a moment. Do want to remind you uh, that Eric Azer Righteous Renovations is a contractor you can absolutely trust. Come in your home and do a really great job and not mess up your house and make your life miserable. Don't believe me? Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Check it out for yourself. Uh, let's go to Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Um, three, three things happened yesterday in Sunday school that I thought were really interesting. We're studying Romans, and um, at one point I stood up and, well, I didn't stand up, but I said, um, I have a bill that the Democrats are pushing forward, twenty-nine House Bill 2942, that will allow criminals to volunteer in public schools. And then immediately after, the um, person who starts our Sunday school uh, read about us being sub subjected to the, gov the authorities, the government, and that's in Romans 13. Um, there's two ways of interpreting Romans 13, and I have a book that's very excellent um, on that I believe is the best way to interpret Romans 13. Anyway, then during the, the Sunday school time, it was said that, that we have liberty, we have freedom, and the, and the um, example given was to choose different colors of paint. And I raised my hand and I said, that isn't primarily what our founders were interested in. They were interested in us having um, the obligation and the uh, the uh, ability to have a framework in which we could engage with our government. And um, <clears throat> anyway, after Sunday school, somebody came up to me, who I've known many, many years, and he said, I want to apologize because he said, for many years I've considered you to be a kook. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a that's a compliment because anyway, it was yeah, kind of a good. revelatory Sunday school class. Um, but the um, the fact is that they are pushing forward a bill. Um, it's twenty nine forty two, and people can go read it for themselves at Olis okay. or that okay. you you gave us a couple more places to go read it. In yes. when we were reading the other day. Anyway, they want to allow people who are convicted of sex crimes and or drug trafficking to be volunteers in public schools. I mean, the, everywhere you look, the, this government run by the Democrats is I can, I, so many examples of corruption we could speak all day. We I wish your program went all day. We could speak all day about it. Yeah, well, we, we you're <laughs> right, but we can't, of course. And so that's, this yeah. is why we're doing well, the political Well, I hope people come clash. to the thing tonight. Yeah, tonight is 6 o'clock, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. Thank you, Rebecca, and I appreciate it. That's a great story, by the way. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. This weekend, uh, General Flynn on Twitter was saying that um, the balloons and the objects, whatever they are that they're shooting down, 
he feels like it's a distraction. And he ha- he apparently has some reason he feels that way from the um, train derailment in Ohio. That train derailment was very suspicious. The stuff was highly toxic. And what I, what I said, he said it's a big deal, this train derailment. And, but nobody is reporting on it. Pete Buttigieg hasn't said a word. Um, and so I just tweeted back to him. I said, well, maybe they're trying to send Jim Jordan some kind of message. I mean, I don't know that that's right or not, if that's the reason. Well, but I, who knows? Maybe. Uh, I haven't heard about that train derailment at all. But let me. Thanks, Kathy. I appreciate it. That's interesting. I didn't know General Flynn had come up with that idea. Folks, yeah. they're shooting down all kinds of objects here. And the reason they're doing it is that the, the car-sized object on February 10th that was shot down off the Alaska coast, that was right after a poll came out showing Joe Biden really getting hammered by the American people because he let the first Chinese spy balloon, which we know it's a spy balloon, go all the way across America. And its ability to change direction had propellers and, you know, all this stuff. It was collecting data, folks. Yeah, they may have jammed it. Who knows? This was all political. What are they shooting down? A small car-sized object shot down off the Alaska coast. It's in the water. Then there was a cyl- cylindrical object shot down over the Yukon or Canada. And then an octagonal object shot down over Lake Huron yesterday folks this is all political they decided they needed to start shooting stuff down so what's available to shoot down immediately more Chinese balloons probably not folks these little car sized objects cylindrical octagonal it's well documented that the United States of America has been documented through Congressional research has been funding electromagnetic research out of Broom Lake, Area 51, for years and years and years. And there are many pictures, you can find them on the internet, of these objects cylindrical, octagonal, these little spy drones hovering around American homes and various sites. They're just shooting down our own stuff. They fight, they see you tonight.